Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 283, episode 2 of Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America Share Consciousness, Mm -hmm. and it is Tuesday, April 18th. Yep. 2023 420 minus two is what we That's call right. it out here but also uh national animal crackers day shout out the animal crackers love that i remember get the little your animal box. crackers ready for 420 the least exactly. satisfying food to munch on when you've got <laughs> cotton mouth <laughs> yeah they'll just turn your mouth into dust um yeah. and then also i just remember because we were talking about like lineman tiktok about like women who go after like electrical linemen. It's also National Lineman Appreciation Day. Not like O-line in football, like people who work on the power lines. Wait, okay. women who go after them. This might have been when I was out, but this they, is like a whole like, TikTok thing about like people who are like, oh, they're what are they, what were they calling them? Becca, I know you're I know you I know you remember. It was like they're calling them like line hose or basket hose or something. Cause like oh. the dudes go up in the basket and they're like, they just want them for their good pay and stuff just like something that. It's hot about Wait, that. what? I actually don't know what you're talking about. You don't remember. <laughs> Remember this, like, lineman? This was huge on TikTok. I remember this. Miles, Okay, you, you remember is, that. Oh, wait, Sam remembers. Okay. I know. Guess okay. Remembers. I'm in with the okay. kids. Okay, good. All right. As long as Sam's with me. But yes, anyway, all that to say, it's April 18th. All right. Uh, well, my name is Jack My O'Brien. birthday. Sorry. I had to chime in. Oh, <laughs> shit. Becca, I you did. sound like you went hard and for I your birthday. I did go hard all weekend. <laughs> oh, my officially God. Officially, my birthday is April 18th. Right. Were you just smoking like filterless reds, like Marlboro Reds or something? You're, I was boy, screaming in a disco club. That's what okay. I'm <laughs> get it, hey, get in where you fit in. 
Most importantly, happy birthday, super producer Becca Ramos. Yeah. My name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Potatoes O'Brien, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Hey, hey, come on now. It's just me, Big Daddy Gray, up in here. The Lord of Lancashire uh, is here. And also, look, I'll, I will I will seed my AKA to just reinforce one more time. Happy birthday to the voiceless one, a.k.a. Becca Ramos. Uh, <laughs> shout out to you on your birthday today. I don't Everybody know. It sounds saying, cool to me, actually. Her voice sounds great. It sounds like it sounds like this, like the kind of voice you thought was like an edgy girl from high school. Like there was this girl in my high school who smoked a ton of cigarettes and her voice yeah. was like raspy. And I was like, dude. Her voice is like, you like, she's cool. She's cool because she smokes so many cigarettes. So anyway, shout out to you. Also do your taxes. Miles, we are thrilled. Unless you're in L.A. County, fam, because we got till October because of the disaster. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. Shout out <laughs> L.A. County. Shout out Miles, we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by one of the hosts of Stuff Mom Never Told You, returning one of our favorites, also now co-author of the upcoming mm-hmm. Stuff Mom Never Told You book. Yeah, it's yeah. Samantha McVeigh. Hey! What's up, how Sam? How are y'all? What's up, Sam? Doing I good, am doing well. Good. You know, I'm a. How do you answer that question anymore? I'm here. Hi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're doing it. You're breathing. <laughs> right. That's that's all we can ask. That's all. That's how right. how are your breaths? How is your breathing? If we're gonna lower the uh, bar, short and shallow. A little bit raised right now. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> short and shallow. That's all. Yo, I love. How dark is your recording space? So I made a whole space and I've got a whole like sound blanket. Also, I just like to be a floating head. I think that's yeah, really fun I for guests when they're very yeah. scared by the, the very washed out, washed out face and the floating head. Yeah. Just pitch darkness. It makes for a good conversation. What was the dude called in Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse? That was like the disembodied head <gasps> oh, in the, in yeah, the, in with the, the, the box. Hat. That was like Mecca Lecca High, Mecca Hiding Ho. Yeah, I know yeah, what you're anyway, talking about. That's you're giving me that with the floating head, or I've always wanted Game to be that. Shit. Thank you. I'm getting Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> video, like uh, the tight yes. shots. I'm I'm seeing the Death Row Source album cover. Actually. Yes, Death uh, Row Source album one cover. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. Also, this is an important <laughs> album cover. I'm getting cooler. So, Sam, you're you're in Atlanta. I am. What's good? You you have to pay your taxes today, unlike the yes. rest of us on this yes. podcast. We're not cool and don't have an extension unless we file yeah. for it. Yeah, thing, well, right. We yeah. got a little bit of rain in that. Well, no, it was a legit <laughs> disaster in certain places. <laughs> yeah, but, I saw those videos. Yeah. It wasn't a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but it was wild too because when, like, when I was reading the thing, it's like I was like, surely, like, we're not part of that. But I was like, no, L.A. County is uh, one of the counties that has a disaster extension. I guess there you go. All right, Sam, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. Yeah. First, okay. we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about today. Roger Stone is mining the far-right extremist message boards for ideas, and he thinks that Donald Trump should pick Robert Kennedy Jr. for his running mate, just a do-your-own-research ticket Ah. that, I don't know, that people are (laughs) nervous about this? It'd be interesting. He's already running for the Democratic president. Like, he's already thrown his name in the hat as a presidential candidate as a democrat so ah yes 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 good good we are going to talk about tucker carlson wanting to invade canada he seems to like think this is either a really funny bit or he really wants to because now he has a whole documentary out about it harlan crow has finally spoke and just yeah he's just a regular guy his side I want to hear his, I want to hear straight from the mega donor's mouth. Hey, he, first of all, he's, he's not 
He didn't inherit. He's no nepo baby. He's a, he, no. he made his own money by I f- <laughs> taking over his dad's giant real estate company. Oh, here's here's the thing. I inherited these bootstraps. Okay, thank you. But I did lift myself but up. They needed them. pulling on. Yeah. So we're yeah. gonna talk about him. We're gonna talk about uh the Miles. You've been on a real AI kick. The the AI music world has you. It's has you it's too much. It's it's so wild. It it has my fucking imagination doing loops, and I I will I will show you why because the, it's getting more and more sophisticated. Uh, we might talk about Baby Shark. We might talk about Tupperware. All of this, plenty more. But first, Sam, we like to ask our guests, "What is something from your search history?" All right, so I y'all know I do an intersectional podcast, right? So that means mm-hmm. I do a lot of really sad things because everything is sad right now yeah, when it comes to intersectional feminism. But we're also doing a whole episode about K-pop soon. So my last research was about the dark side of K-pop. Ooh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like the, you, just sort see, of like... this is the, what happens. I come on to shows like this and then I become the sad sack pessimistic I mean, asshole. <laughs> I know, I know <laughs> how really dark... you really want to know? <laughs> I know how dark J-pop, Japanese pop is, like in terms of the organizational structure of some of these groups that to me yeah. look like plantations for yeah. like you know for artists or whatever but is that I'm, I'm guessing it's something similar where they're like i mean there's... you are not you you are our cog that right. we tell to do what to do and if you right. complain you will be shit canned and then good luck exactly like i would think cancel culture is actually a real thing for uh k-pop and i guess j-pop people when it's like audiences don't like you you're gone and you're gone forever but yeah essentially there's a lot of like sexual assault allegations within there within their sexual abuse a lot of abuse in general like there was one video of a really big band who who was being beaten by their manager oh my god yeah yeah yeah. so there you go happy days k-pop fans sorry okay okay no 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 good to know good to know (laughs) when's that episode dropping uh that's gonna be a while because right now we're talking about you know all the bad things about christianity and white white nationalism Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were just talking about how spooky ghost stories are being used to gotcha the pro-choice people where they're like, Jesus is Mary's tummy touched John the Baptist and he jumped. So (laughs) get the fuck out of here. Yeah, through their mom belly. That's a new story. Wow. Yeah, through their mom belly. You didn't know that? I didn't know that I went to man, I I went to Bible ass school from K through 12 and I never heard about baby bump in between Mary and I think John the Baptist's mother. I forget her name. Oh, I had heard that one. That must be like a real favorite of the Catholics that like he left in her. Yeah. Like I just remember like the phrasing of like and then he did like he leapt in her womb. Right, right, right. A somersault. And that's why abortion is evil. Uh, Thank you. Well, yes, we know that. They got a ton of laughs. Women are evil, people. though, too. Right. So. And they, On top I of mean, that. look, we could go to Adam and Eve. I mean, it's right there from the beginning. It's right please. There. So. Women are the worst. <laughs> you did a nice little floor routine with an amazing dismount in her womb. And then everybody was impressed. And yes. Is that's that how you what know it reads in the Catholic gold medalist. version? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold, gold medalist John the Baptist. Stuck the landing. As it should. <laughs> what is something you think is overrated? Oh, God, y'all ask me these questions and I'm like, I don't know everything. One of the biggest things, I guess, is right now socializing, being around people. So this is a stretch for me, hanging out with more than one person. That's my host. This is co-host. This is a whole uh-huh. stretch. I know. I think, not that you guys are overrated. No, <laughs> yeah. not, Sounds not, like not that's what you're y'all saying, but necessarily, that's not what you but mean. just talking to people in general is tiresome. 
How about yeah. that? Can we say it that <laughs> what, way? What kind of what what sort of uh, interactions have you been having that that fall into this category? Well, people are actually having birthday parties and getting married. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> so I'm having to go to that. I don't want to do this. Oh, mm. So general merriment. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck happened? In general, yes. Yeah, I was the the pandemic allowed me to go full curmudgeon, and now yeah, yeah you're slowly emerging. Yeah, I was living my is... best life. I'm not gonna lie. Sorry, not it, not the disease, but pandemic, but no, just being isolated. The well, I mean, for people like me who didn't know how to say no to social yeah. invitations, that was like a a welcomed pause in things. Because before I'd be like, "Fuck, I gotta go to this thing and then this other yeah. thing," and then uh, now I, yeah, now now I'm now I'm saying no more. But I am, I, damn, I went to three, I went to three birthdays at a park like in the last three consecutive weekends. It's been pretty. <sighs> Wow. Pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh what's something you think is underrated? Underrated. See again. So I had originally like minding your own business because I'm seeing a <laughs> lot of drama. But then at the same time I kind of enjoy the drama. So I'm like, uh, is it really? <laughs> but yeah, okay. <laughs> so what wait, so it is minding your business? Yeah, I will go with that also... for now. But then at the same time, minding your business but enjoying it from the outside. How about that? Oh, okay, so yeah. lurking, lurking is under lurking. Mm, yeah. Oh God, that makes me sound like because then a you're not inserting. Thing. Well, I mean, but that's like an internet term when you like you look at websites yeah, but you don't engage in the conversation. You're it's just lurking, true. like on Twitter. That is that is my uh, Twitter persona. That is my social media persona. I will say. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So lurkers of the world unite. You know, sometimes yeah. you just yes. want to watch people fight, and you're like, just, but stay in your corner. Stay in your yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't you don't have to be a part of it. I like to post that neighborhood watch thing. That's the only thing yes. I post on any social media platform, but I just put it up there to let people know I'm well, the watch. Oh, they're always under my watchful eye. Right. I accidentally got as one of the admin just because my neighborhood didn't have a page. I didn't know this. So you like if you don't have a page, if you get two or three people to come on and then because you're one of the first people, you become an admin for it. So oh. I did not. That That was the worst way for me to be on the neighborhood uh, next door pages yeah. in the world. You're a mod there, for your neighborhood? Real, I didn't mean to. I, I, <laughs> I ignore it now, but like I would get notifications and be like, do you accept this post? And I was like, this is the worst. They have yeah. too much time on their hands. Right. They're like, they're scared of a pride flag and they, they're going to call the police <laughs> on the flag, yeah. not the homeowner. This flag, right. I, don't know what to, I don't know what it's up to. <laughs> what do you guys think? I need your input. Wait, when you say the neighborhood watch, which one do you mean, Jack? The the weird eye or the dude in like the trench coat who has like the mask? Dude on? in the trench coat who has like this one. Yeah, yeah he has yeah, a fedora yeah. on, a very angular fedora. Yeah, what? What is the per like? Who is like? Where did this come from? That we're like, look out know. for this guy, the 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 man in like the Zorro mask. A yeah, right. Is he a ham? And does he have a trench coat on? I mean, he has very angular clothing on. I don't know if he's wearing yeah. like Rick very Owens or very something. angular. His eyes stop like his his face stops right below his eyes i think and he i i've actually got a spec script that i'm working on to explore <laughs> the national neighborhood watch logo shared universe cinematic universe yeah. oh wait there was that movie that they had to take down because of well the shootings but didn't was it seth rogan didn't they try to do like a comedic movie based oh, on yeah. neighborhood watch yeah called it was called neighborhood watch Wait, they, and well, then yeah. they changed it to watch or the watch yeah and they Wait, had to postpone happened? it because of all the shit that went down so the, that movie comes up a lot because it's one of super producer anna hosnier's favorite 
comedic oh, scenes. Oh, the one with Vince, Vince Vaughn? Vince Vaughn is seeing <laughs> right, the right, right. Russian nesting oh dolls God. for the first time, and each one comes out, and his mind is blown by <gasps> right, each, right, right. each successive Russian nesting doll. He's just like, right. can't get over Another, the concept. Oh. Yeah, right. so that was a movie called Neighborhood Watch, and then it someone came out. Someone actually watched that? Wow. As The Watch. Yeah, someone actually watched it, and Nothing apparently has some show. moments. Has its moments, which is all I look <laughs> okay. for in a comedy. Give me one scene that me- sticks in my brain, and I'm yours. Very low bar. I like <laughs> oh, it. yeah, very low bar. Uh, <laughs> the lowest of bars. We're just like, oh, yeah, I had that <laughs> one, one scene. Do you scene. Wa- did you watch? Like, for me, I'm like, I only know that scene because it was just shown to me in isolation. Right. Yeah, and it. I was like, and that's why I was like, oh, I know that part. I don't know what the fucking movie is about. That's movie. why I was like, oh, the R- Vince Vaughn rushing nesting doll movie. But I didn't realize there was any controversy <sighs> oh, attached to the. Yeah, I mean, our great MAGA laureate, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Let's no, it was again. around the Trayvon thing because it like, yeah. was about to oh, come out. That's, and oh, shit. Yeah. Fucking so George it, it really Zimmerman. really was bad. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I think it also has like an alien plot line. Somewhere. Why not? Yeah. As, it, as all of them should. Yeah. <laughs> don't say, don't limit yourself with your ideas, please. Yeah. yeah. Just please. Put, a, put a, some extraterrestrials always spices things up. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk some news. We'll get into it. We'll be right back. All right. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. And we're back. And Roger Stone has an idea, has a pitch to save Trump's 2024 election. I don't know if it needs mm. saving, but his pitch, bring in Robert F. Kennedy Jr. <laughs> recently filed the paperwork to run for president in 2024 as a Democrat. He is a rabid anti-vaxxer who recently penned a book called The Real Anthony Fauci. And I think it's an unauthorized biography. Oh, sure. I don't, think, I don't <laughs> yeah. think he had the cooperation of Anthony it's Fauci. On, it's on his Substack. Yeah. Also suggested that in that book, Anne Frank was better off than Americans under supposed vaccine mandates because she could at least hide from the Nazis. So oh, he's reasonable, okay. open to alternative points of view. And yeah, he's basically been disowned by his family. Do doesn't have a chance in the Democratic race, but some are suggesting that his presidential bid would work out better if he joined up with Donald Trump. Which... Uh, oh, that's <laughs> interesting. I mean, because well, right now you got it's him. It's only him and Marianne Williamson, I think, that have actually set out for the nomination as of right now against Joe Biden. Oh, I so, didn't know Marianne Williamson is back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big orbs. The orb wow. gang is back in the building. Get ready for vibe, the vibe presidency of 2024. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's like it's just wild how much his entire family hates him, too. Like he's he's like this, you know, he, he's been ousted from his own family, although his wife, Cheryl Hines from Curb Your Enthusiasm, still sticking by him, still wow. sticking by him. That's crazy. What is he? What's he exactly he just think is like this is how he's going to be able to like split the vote to get independence by having RFK Jr. Basically. Yeah, I think that's the idea is just get that there's an, enough people who, you know, the pandemic just kind of broke them. And now the they are just anti-vax across the board. And he is the only politician running who speaks to that very specific demo so he's i don't know it oh, it's one of those things that bubbles up like the all right-wing talking points i feel like to be a luminary on the right not only is it you know incredibly easy to find an audience but it's also incredibly easy to do your job because you just search the nazi chat rooms and then steal talking points from them that right, just right, seems right. to be where just, all of this this has been a I big just, idea for a while on like substack and all, all the not right just do a rooms. just do a find and replace for that and replace arian with patriots yes and then exactly people yes. get the point you know what i mean i'm i'm reading this part that he that uh from the roger stone substack <laughs> speaking of substacks 
where he's say, essentially saying, one thing is certain, however, the selection of RFK as vice president would silence those within the Republican Party who are today critical in retrospect of Trump's handling of the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as building a bridge for thousands of Democrats and independents disgusted by Biden's fumbling foreign policy and the implication of the collapse of U.S. economic do- dominance to vote for Trump. OK, so I think he's basically saying Hey, if you do this, even though you get booed, Donald Trump, for bringing up the vaccine, if you hire RFK, the human embodiment of anti-vaxxers, that that will help your cred with those people that you may have pissed off, I guess. Right. And others who are like, yeah, RFK, who like all I know are the worst takes is going to be the one to shepherd the United States into. Yeah, it's very confusing time. how that okay. would work with Trump you know, claiming victory over the pandemic because of his work in Operation Warp Speed, getting the vaccine through, and then RFK being like, and thank you just to springboard off the vaccine. The vaccine was a pandemic to try and kill you. And, you know, like it uh, doesn't really make like any practical sense whatsoever. It feels like one of those things where they're just looking at demos and being like, yeah, this, right. this would hit. Is Roger Stone still helping with Trump's stuff? He's I, helping I by didn't know. contributing brilliant ideas like this. Okay, so he's just posting things because he's lonely. Yeah. On Reddit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Exactly. So he's not. He okay. He's kind of like an incel hiding in the corner, but for Trump, yeah. he's lurking. But he's okay. he's lurking. To, but, but, oh, he's oh, not, oh, man. but he's not. But he's not. Actually, he's not minding his business either. See? Okay, like, so he's not on my level. No, okay. no, no, no. He would have just okay. said this stuff in private, but he does too much cocaine to not, you know, have his Substack <sighs> be blank, obviously, yeah. allegedly. But yeah, <laughs> I think that hearing like his like family, like his his one brother, uh, like Rory said, <laughs> when they ask about his brother, they're like, this is a difficult situation for me. I love my older brother, Bobby. He has extraordinary charisma and is a gifted speaker. You know, I admire his past work as an environmentalist. Because of him, we can swim in the Hudson. But due to a wide range of his positions, I'm supporting President Bo- uh, President Biden. His other sister just said, I prefer not to talk about him. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe him and Marianne Williamson can team up or something and just completely confuse everybody. But yeah. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Tucker Carlson seems to be serious about wanting to invade Canada, or at least serious enough to make a big documentary about it. This is his follow up to The End of Men, which was a documentary oh. that he released that got a lot of attention. We, we should probably do like a deep dive into The End of Men. I, I I think wasn't it just like him on a horse a lot? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that was oh like the God. main takeaway from that. It's like I don't know. He must think being on a horse is like cool or something. Yeah, that's how you man up, right? Yeah. Horse, right? <laughs> well, speaking of men on a horse, you know, Canada has the Mounties, and oh, Tucker yeah. Carlson thinks we could take him. Maybe he's just like jealous of their horse charisma, like their. They, they've got why does he hate like, canada so much he i don't know he he thinks that they i i think he basically got real into the trucker convoy and like real oh. hyped up on that being a thing that he could kind of run with for a while and mm-hmm. so he has adopted all of their talking points and he's claiming that the u.s has an obligation to liberate canada from tyranny intercutting clips of Justin Trudeau with news footage from the invasion of (laughs) Iraq and Libya. (laughs) 
so we're so we're gonna give we're gonna do a democracy uh, delivery. That's yeah. what he's asking for. Yeah, exactly. De- hey, destabilizing democracy delivery right at your door, courtesy That's of the right. U.S. Army. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that we were that it was meant to basically be like Trudeau is this despotic person that must be overthrown. I mean, sure, you know, I think most leaders of Western nations can probably be replaced, but. I like that. I like this take, though, that it's like yeah. it's a it's like a moral obligation. It's a moral obligation. <laughs> and citing like mi- military disasters is interesting. <laughs> like He's like, you know, just really? like we did with Iraq. That worked well, out. Uh, well, moving on, wait, moving what? on. Don't think too long about that. <laughs> the movie's evidence for said tyranny mainly seems to be interviews with anti-vaxxers who defied lockdown measures and white supremacists who were part of the convoy protest. A protest, by the way, which lasted three weeks before Mm -hmm. the cops did a fucking thing about it, in case anyone's confused about where the tyranny actually is and who actually has rights in either country. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But they're like, you're right. Yeah, I'd love to see how how do those uh what do they do with pipeline protests out up north there? Yeah, no, they handle it with the same kid gloves. Let yeah, them cook yeah. for three Give weeks. Them three weeks. Give see them where they're weeks. going with this. Yeah, but yeah, it, it just generally it also like one of the fictions that has to be invented to make this like version of events possible is like Justin Trudeau has to be this like really smooth and effective dictator like who's making things happen behind the scenes and it's just like you know our our writer jam who submitted the story is saying that like this is the coolest that justin trudeau has ever looked because he's actually (laughs) just kind of a ineffectual nice guy Mm -hmm. Tucker carlson's like created these really cool propaganda posters for him yeah it looks like fucking shepherd fairy made this thing yeah it's pretty dope they're trying to do the Obama treatment from like 08, but yeah. Hey, look, it just why don't you just call him like a nepo baby or something? Right. That's that's more to the the heart of the matter, but I guess well, maybe maybe better for Tucker Carlson not to say that because his whole thing's built on an empire of frozen dinners. Frozen dinners. That's right. People. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of nepo babies, we finally got to hear from Harlan Crow. He'd had just about enough of all this <sighs> slander. I mean, recently gave an interview to was it the Dallas Morning News. Yeah. Dallas? Yeah. Yeah. Wanted to set wanted to set the fucking record straight about him and his relationship with Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. OK, it's fucking it's nothing. It's this whole piece is really it's really something like he clearly has no idea like what it means to be a billionaire and what influence comes along with that. Cause like, well, I don't understand. Like I'm just hanging out with people. When they ask about the pro publica article, he says, quote, I think it's a political hit job. (laughs) (laughs) He goes on to say, I don't think the media really cares, cares much about Harlan Crow. And I think they're right. They shouldn't care much about Harlan Crow because I don't want to be outed as someone who is highly influential with my money. Okay. It's a hit job. Then he says, Oh, you know, I think I think the media and this ProPublica group in particular, funded by leftists, has an agenda to destabilize the court. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. What they've done is not truthful. Even though, like in the ProPublica thing, they're like, we asked him for comment on all this stuff, and he like was very dismissive of everything and never disputed anything that we reported. So, where is the lack of truth there? 
It's not truthful. What? It lacks integrity. Very specific words. So what what specifically is he debating? Or, or what specifically it's is not he... so unclear. So yeah. unclear. It's like, oh, so you didn't you don't go like you didn't fly him around on your jet? He doesn't deny that. Nope. You don't go on trips together. He doesn't deny that. You didn't buy him like Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass shit. Doesn't deny that. Then he goes on about like when they ask about what about your relationship with Clarence Thomas? And then this is this is fucking great. He goes, quote, a lot of people that have opinions about this seem to think that there's something wrong with this friendship. You know, it's possible that people are just really friends. It blows my mind that people assume that because Clarence Thomas has friends that those friends have an angle. Then he goes on to say, he, uh, Crow says that he is pro-choice mm. and Thomas is not. And then he goes to say, quote, do you think I would try to influence him about my point of view on that matter? No, of course not. No, That's insane. Not. <laughs> we have different points of view on that and probably other issues. And then so <laughs> the article goes, so what do they talk about? Quote, you know, I can't talk to Clarence without him asking all about the kids. What are they doing? We have a dog named Otis that Clarence particularly likes. We talk about dogs a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Really? Really, uh, sir? You're a fucking billionaire 30 times over and you're that all you're like, we talk about that sounds like when I got caught smoking weed and my mom's asking what I'm doing when I'm hanging out with my friends and I can't yeah. say smoking weed. I'm like, you know, Chris just got like a new dog, dog. and <laughs> I like dogs. So right. we just talk about the dogs. Yeah. Like, no, you smell like chronic fool. What are you talking about? OK, yeah, yeah. That I is, mean, we got, yeah. Kids and dogs, the kids and the dogs. That's like what you talk about with people you don't know to kill time because you're like having to. That that's that's amazing. What, it's what like a pile he might as well have said he might as well have said that they talk about the weather. Yeah, the weather sometimes because sometimes it's hot, and so we'll talk about that. And that's really it. Just yeah. uh, what the weather is. Dogs. Let me see if there's anything else. Oh, kids. Did I mention kids? <laughs> we talked. Uh, because I have kids, so we talk about the kids. Kids and, and how many hand, how many fingers they have on their hands, their hairs. You're never gonna believe this. Sometimes the kids play with the dog, and <laughs> that'll that'll last us through the weekend. Talking about what they did with the dog. Yeah, uh, and I know there's call records right around the time that road decision leaked. We were just talking about dogs then uh -huh. too. That's yeah. that's that's all that's going on. Sam, what do you what's your feeling on the like the revelations of finding out that Clarence Thomas has, is just really good friends with these people? Well, about that, I don't know. But I will say I am the person who probably as a millionaire or billionaire would just have dogs and not anything else. So not, I don't see that Mein being so far fetched. <laughs> sure. But would you also buy because all Kampf I care sign? about is my dog. So yeah. there's that. I don't actually care about people. Maybe that's where he's <laughs> at. That's, that's just the bad take I have. They do talk about the kids. It sounds like you wouldn't be talking about the kids. <laughs> right, right, and yes, right. Yes, people right. make a big deal that he had a signed copy of Mein Kampf. But Sam, you know this. They yeah, they ask you to sign doesn't. so many of these things when you're making writing a book. Like right. it's so easy right. to get a signed copy. Like Hitler was just God. in his bunker, no. just signing copy after copy because were, that's what the publisher demands. He'd have to outbid other white supremacists. That's fine. <laughs> right. They were giving them out like all over, you know, in like occupied Poland and Germany. It was like when they were giving out Frampton Comes Alive, you know, yeah. like I mean, when there that probably came out. is a copy in Texas of, of several copies as in fact, if anywhere it'd be in Texas. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? There's but this again, detail in books. the book about the Bush family called F- Family of Secrets, I think is what it's called, and like the, all their CIA connections. And just like offhandedly, they mentioned that there's like a rich guy in Dallas who had the or somewhere in Texas, but he had the window that that Oswald shot from when he killed Kennedy. He had it removed and like put into his mansion so that he would like have the it. frame of the, the window frame the of the window. Yes. So that he so like as a, you know, trophy of like this is what yeah. happens to liberals when they come to Texas. And it's just like thrown out there as like, uh, yeah, this is. Yeah. So that's who this guy. What is. do you do? Oh, I put a TV on the other side with Obama on it and I just watch his speeches. Yeah. Nothing, yeah, nothing for much sure. Going on there. Uh, that's that's a really interesting. I didn't realize like that's so fucking so like I want the fucking window that he yeah. was leaning out of. Can't get me how the gun. Get me that window. Like, yeah. Immediately how, did, after the incident, before they even what? Does he just buy like, hey, the building? That doesn't. Yeah. yeah I, think, I, I think there was something with owning the building. It tied in there. I, I'll right, have to right. dig it up and update I would love, everybody. though, too, that there's just some dude grifting for these people that are just so horny for this shit. And like, <laughs> you know, I got the fucking window frame that Oswald shot Kennedy through. They're like, yeah. what? They're like, are yeah. And it's like a rusty, just a rusty, <laughs> like, metal square. And you're yeah. like, yeah, man. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, there was a building facade around that, but that is actually what was, that was actually the frame of that window. And then you're like, oh, I'll take it. How much? Three million. Great. <laughs> He also goes on to another things too, because we learned about how this guy bought Clarence Thomas's mother's house and she lives there rent free and he did renovations to it. And he's like, he's like really dismissive about this. Like ah, it was like a carport and some other stuff. Maybe if the commode was messed up, I may have changed that. Um, a lot of people have said like they did the math and based on the rent that maybe she could have paid like him, her living there rent free, maybe saved her about $155,000 since that was bought. But when they asked about what the fuck is the deal, why would you buy his house? He said, quote, I assumed his mother owned the home. Right. His life story is an, um, is an amazing American life story. Born into deep poverty. Father gone. Mother, the lady whom we're talking about, really not able to do a lot and help raise her two sons. Ultimately raised by his grandparents who were literate growing up in Jim Crow, Georgia. So I approached him with the idea that I might purchase that home for the purpose that in due course, it could be the boyhood home of a great American. Yeah. Like a museum for Clarence Thomas. Here's the thing. I, from what I remember on my appearance on Behind the Bastards, the Clarence Thomas episodes, uh, check that podcast out with Robert Evans, uh, that he he went to go live with his grandparents. Specifically, right. his grandfather raised him. So he never lived like this home that she lives in in Savannah, Georgia, to my recollection, he never lived in. And like, right. as he even said, ultimately raised by his grandparents, like, but yeah, like, I think it'd be a great, his boyhood home for this rights regressor, I don't know, I think was his his idea there. And again, these gifts all happen to overlap, just happen to overlap with a period of unprecedented good fortune for billionaires, like <laughs> when it comes to Supreme Court rulings. Just yeah, the best fortune. Yeah. <laughs> just I, yeah, fortune well, on I mean, fortune. <laughs> and then like then we also find out that finally though he did have to set the record straight because we talked about the Atlantic piece where Graham Wood like spent a moment to like justify Crow's Nazi knickknacks by saying that he was unburdening himself yeah. with his inherit of his inherited wealth. Well, Crow 
really wants everyone to know that he is self-made. He also used this interview to set that record straight. Uh, He said when he took over Crow Holdings in 1990, the real estate industry and the banking system were in crisis. He says, quote, our company was also in distress. Our economic value had deteriorated. I spent about five years doing workouts. We negotiated with a large number of financial institutions over a long period of time doing all this, and we tried to do it as honorably as we could. And I believe we did it very honorably after it was all over. I'm Yo, sorry. I just got so Bam. suspicious. The you fucking hairs twice. on the back of my neck just stood up when you read that answer. And we were honorable. So I made billions of dollars and we were honorable about it. We did it honorably, I think. It's like, oh my God. After it how was many all people over? did you kill? He literally said we tried. Like, I, right. that's yeah. bad in itself. You tried, but you, we you're telling me that you didn't. That's yeah. what, what you happened? just admitted to. <laughs> oh, yeah. When when you hear billionaires say, like, honorably so many times, that's that's definitely billionaires speak for, yeah, so maybe we fucked some people. Get over it. <laughs> yes. Like, is essentially what he like. But he has wow. these big words, integrity, truthful. What they, what they did reporting on the actual facts of what I do is not truthful. It lacks integrity. What I do when I make billions of dollars for my company is honorable. And I uh, try to do it. I at least let me I think try. of another word. Nope, I'm gonna go back to honorable. <laughs> I believe I did it honorable. Like that's also such deposition language. Yes. Like I believe I attempted to do it honorably. Right. It's like, oh, okay, okay. Somebody who knows who's been cross examined before. Yes. But yeah. I mean if ProPublica the- ProPublica's got good reporters there, I'm sure that was like ding 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 ding. Okay, we know what we're investigating next. Yeah. That next Pro Holdings. What yeah. the fuck is going <laughs> what on? Went over on there? in the early eighties. Holy yeah. shit. Because now they 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 have about thirty billion dollars in assets like under their management, and it's and it's now profitable. He really wanted to make sure they knew that too. It's profitable, so like he's also has like this money maker's ego that like wrapped up into it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's really interesting too is, in the end, he's like really trying to paint himself like he literally is like he's like I just want to go to Arby's or Schlotsky's, you know, like those <laughs> are my simple things I like to do, and. You know, he's like, I don't even know what a mega donor means. He says uh-huh. that at one point, and he tries to act like taking jets, taking private jets to D.C. to speak with conservative think tanks and their leaders is just very normal. And like, I don't Those know why. Those are my friends. We talk about my kids and how <laughs> and they're dog. going to make sure that they are billionaires also. Exactly, exactly. And that there's enough labor supply for my kids to exploit as well when they become billionaires. Do you see what I'm you see what I'm getting at? The um the Nazi thing though, he says that his mom was on a ship that the Nazis sunk and then she like survived or something. And Mm. he's like, You think I'd be you think I'd like some people that tried to kill my mom? No. (laughs) So no. So check fucking mate. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel like yeah, we haven't he, heard the last of Harlan Crow, despite the fact that he's like, I don't think people want to hear about Harlan Crow. But let me tell you why I'm not a Nepo baby. You're like, yeah. okay, cool. The way he just said yeah. that actually makes you really sound fascinating and like you're trying to cover something up. So, <laughs> yeah. Also, no, if you honorably. didn't want people to pay attention to you, you should have changed your name from the just best villain bad guy name of all time. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what. Maybe he just he should just do it like the, how the Koch brothers are. They don't fucking talk to anybody. They're like, yeah, whatever. Fucking just deal with my billions fucking up this place. Deal with that. I'm not going to fucking give you a comment. 
Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It'll it'll be I'm curious what the next sort of round of comments are out of this, because now we found like we're hearing that like Clarence Thomas also has like weird income from like a defunct mm-hmm. real estate company yeah. <laughs> that is not reported either. And you're like, what? Yeah. How much fucking But he didn't darker... make any money. That's what he said. That's his excuses. He yeah. didn't make any money. I took <laughs> so a bath on that thing, man. Fine. Yeah. What is it? I don't even know, man. That's what they told me to say. Okay. <laughs> I... Look, we met on a private jet when he offered to fly me back when Clarence Thomas was speaking at a think tank that I happened to bankroll. Okay. There's mm-hmm. nothing weird there. Then it's, there is one question where they asked it like, do you think like you'd be like friends if he was like a, a Supreme Court justice? And he was sort of like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> He's like, it's hard to know. If he wasn't a Supreme Court justice, <laughs> would you be friends? Oh, okay. I mean, hmm. Wasn't a Supreme oh, Court justice. Yeah. Are there know. people like that who aren't Supreme Court? All my friends are Supreme Court justices. Yeah. So I can actually. Alito, Scalia, Gorsuch, <laughs> Amy boys. Coney Barrett, Kavanaugh, the boys, you know, <laughs> even, yeah, Amy Coney Barrett factors into that too. But yeah, it is a, the whole thing is, again, feels like part of this whole, like we've, like we've been saying, this is the year of the like wealthies, like just shrugging and like saying, I don't know, what's your fucking problem? This yeah. is normal. Right. It's actually than, weird that you're looking into my finances. So Yeah, it's actually kind of creepy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you like wait, so hold on, let me get this straight both publicly. Like, you're into like looking into dudes' finances? Weird. Okay. That's fucking mm. weird. All right, whatever. I, I'm not gonna call it yellow journalism, but I will. That's what he did in this piece. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk AI music. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun! Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. And we're back. And Miles, you've been playing some AI tracks for us, some some mashups. Or yeah. I don't even know what to call them. But You're, so AI this AI the AI generated music collabs are they've reached like new heights. Okay. Like over the weekend, I listened to more than a few AI generated collabs or covers or whatever that never were. Uh I think a lot of people heard the B the Rihanna cover of Beyonce's Cuff It. And it's like pretty on point. There is this one of Kurt Cobain doing Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden, which I was like, wait, wait, what? It doesn't sound great, but you kind of get an idea of where it's headed. And I just want to play a little bit of it because it, it is a little bit freaky to think of like, wait, this is Kurt Cobain doing Soundgarden, but this is Black Hole Sun. In my eyes, in this world, in this no one knows. So I was like, okay, that like they got the timbre, right? It's still yeah. the quality of the voice isn't great. But again, I see what you got going there. My gears are moving. My gears could be a karaoke performance heavily influenced by somebody who was just a big Kurt Cobain fan. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, is, is Rick going up there doing Cobain again? What's, what's he doing this time? <laughs> He's missing Usher. You don't have to call. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but then... Drake also like went viral over the weekend because someone had him doing uh, Ice Spice, like an Ice Spice track. And he was like this. He even he'd like he'd put it on his Instagram. So he's like, this is the final straw for AI. But there was also another like track that was supposed to be Drake featuring The Weeknd. I'll play a little bit of that. That again, AI generated song that does not exist of the of Drake with The Weeknd. Metro made the beat, so you know that it's going sad. That's this is AI. That sounds that sounds like Drake. That really I mean, because he already used a lot of voice modulation and like on his <laughs> track. So like you can definitely cover like it doesn't sound as like odd as like maybe the Cobain one did. Uh, but then like the weekend comes in and you're really kind of like, holy shit. Uh, I think like the music is really fun to listen to like to because it answers like all these what if type questions. But the creative in me can't help but wonder what the music industry's response to all of this is going to be. Because it's like one thing to ask Dolly to like make a pick of like Trump in a crumping battle or some shit. Yeah. And another to make a believable rendition of Black Hole Sun with like an artist that passed away decades ago or, yeah. you know, semi believable. That's I'm like, I'm just really I'm curious, like what? Because we've seen like Getty want to sue like a lot of or they're 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 filing lawsuits against the AI companies that are using like their images to generate some other images. But like now what's the musical response? Because part yeah. of me, like, it's weird. With this, I'm kind of hyped. I'm like, can we get a Marvin Gaye 
doing House of Balloons album. Mm, yeah. Like, or just weird shit like that. I would love to hear those kinds of things. And you're like, oh, I wonder how this artist would do this or that now. Or like, what would Hendrix sound like doing like Rage Against the Machine or some shit? I don't know. Like, there's just a lot of things that like I'm, you have these like sort of creative ideas that you're like, oh, that would be interesting. But I feel like there's at some point the people that are making the money off it are like, we have to shut this shit off. Yeah. Have y'all played with any of the uh, AI stuff, whether it's ChatGPT or MidJourney or anything? I did. I've, I did MidJourney and then like early ChatGPT, but not okay. like not since it like got paywalled and I've yeah. just been like seeing other people's contributions with it. Right. I was just yeah. because I know there's conversation about how do you file lawsuits for what if it's open property. But yeah, I, I, I was wondering because I saw this over Twitter and they were talking about companies already filing lawsuits against people. Sure. I, that's I'm like, where, like, so is there going to be, I wonder if there's going to be like, how are they going to regulate this? You know what I mean? Cause I get that on some, like you run a foul if you're like selling this music. That's why like a lot of mashup type artists who are out there, like they just have their shit for free, like on the mm -hmm. internet that you can just yeah. listen to. So that way there's no like proceeds that the label can come after. But it must also be jarring for like the estate of a singer to be like, hold on, bro. He would never do this. Or like, mm -hmm. I don't want to hear I don't I don't need you to breathe life into this artist doing some shit like that. That just sounds like weird to me. I don't know. Right. That's why I'm curious to see like if if somehow it's really about like like the entertainment industry like leaning right. on like like regulators to come up with something. Well, yeah. I know like in the movie industry they're able to use AI and all the CGI stuff to bring people who died previously to make right. new scenes with them and they most of them don't get any money from that, right? Because oh, I think they, they have, they have to pay to their estate, don't they? I don't. I thought that because there was no mention of that in contracts, so therefore they're really oh. not 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 able to not use it. Like like they said, I know like the whole uh, Princess Leia thing was a huge controversy because they were able to use her stuff and not necessarily pay and didn't pay her. Wow. I don't yeah. think I could be wrong, but I know that was a huge I mean, conversation I would, about. I would the believe. New people. I mean, I would believe that because a lot of the like a lot of what we talk about as it relates to AI is like it's how useful it is to capitalism. Right. Right. You know, well, it's like, oh, like, she's dead. Watch this. Right. And guess who we not paying? Jet Li specifically made sure his contracts had like, you can't copy or reuse my moves for other movies type of thing, too. Like, so people wow. now are putting it into contracts. Right, right, right. Which is really, I mean, it's it's wild to think about like how like that's how many levels ahead you have to get uh, mm -hmm. or like steps ahead you have to get uh, with these contracts. Because, yeah, a lot of contracts you sign when it comes as it relates to your like work as an artist or something. There's always like in perpetuity across the globe and like t technologies that have yet to even be developed is like can be a thing that's in a is a, in a contract where it's basically saying like, hey, man, if we figure out a new way to like exploit this thing, we're going to do it and you can't do shit about it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I can see how that we're seeing that now. I mean, like with the three like with the hologram stuff, I know some of like some of those companies are licensing from the estate, like with Whitney Houston or other things like that. But yeah, I can as technology gets more sophisticated, I can just see how people just go around that. We were seeing a bunch of industry leaders in the past couple of weeks suddenly like raise the alarm and be like, AI is going to kill us all, which is something that theorists have been saying for a while. And I think mm -hmm. for good reason that we'll get into in future episodes. But the I was just very curious about like where these like what what shifted. And I feel like things like this are probably what shifted where people are making money off 
of their work in a way that isn't like legally like they can't fully contain and so that's probably where a lot of the emergency breaks are are coming from right but it it also feels like it's it's out there so like what i'm not i'm not sure what there is to do other than make that marvin Gaye the weekend album I know that's like while we're like, yeah, while our justice system is completely handed over to algorithms, then I'm like, well, at least we got this AI like Marvin Gaye weekend collab, you know, and the weekend did what's going on. It's actually not as good at all, but eh, at least we have that. At least we have that. Well, Sam, such a pleasure having you on the Daily Zeitgeist as always. Uh, Where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? You can find me on Stuff Mom Never Told You, the podcast. Uh, we are all on all the things, including YouTube, uh, TikTok. Yeah, we're we're cool kids now. You can also pre-order our book at StuffYouShouldRead.com, and it's called Stuff Mom Never Told You, The Feminist Past, Present, and Future. And yes, we wrote it. It's coming out in August. Yay. Hey. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to have you back when it's out. Amazing. And is there a work of media that you've been enjoying? I'll tell you right now, if you want to follow anything on Twitter, you should definitely follow uh, Defend ATL Forest, which is uh, the conversation we're having about Stop Cop City. If you don't know, go look it up. There's a lot of things happening. And yesterday, a lot of votes went through with our council and it's all bullshit. So, yeah. Enjoy that. (laughs) (laughs) Miles, where can people find you? What is the work of media you've been enjoying? Uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. You can find Jack and I on our basketball podcast. Miles and Jack got mad. mad boosties. And are we just a couple of happy clams right now? One and oh, the way our teams. teams are doing. Yeah, fantastic. And a tweet I like relates to what I hope would be a future Laker, Damian Lillard. At Dame underscore Lillard tweeted, my bad, Reeves liked that. <laughs> in response to Austin Reeves' performance against the Memphis Grizzlies. And I said, you know what, Dame? It's okay. It's okay. What did you know, he do before? What was this? Uh, like, the, this felt like part of a conversation that I missed the first part of. What do you mean? Had he said that he he wasn't good or did he talk shit about Reeves? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I just saw that and I was like, yes, exactly. Because we've been joking that he's got the dog in him, but he's really, he really, really showing it, really showing it. I think it's probably just been... I, I mean, again, uh, people who are a little more on, up on like Damian Lillard's tweets, because I've missed a lot of Twitter content for the many months. I think it's just in general how most people feel, even Lakers fans are like treated him like, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But then he has these moments where you're like, oh, OK, sir, uh, we were not familiar with your game, as that f- uh, famous Shaq quote goes. All right. Uh, some tweet. I've been enjoying the work of PJ Evans tweeted removing giant skull candy headphones. Motion to repeat what was just said, Your Honor. <laughs> and then also, I'm the guy who declares the feels like temperature. It's just vibes. 100. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How who, How does that do Who determine? does do that? <laughs> yeah, there must be. I feel like it could be like... you and your vibes parenting. You know? Yeah. Hey, vibes parenting. Thing. Vibes parenting. From... Vibes meteorology. The sequel to coming from the parenting. Harvard from the Harvard University Press this uh, this holiday season. Make <laughs> That's sure you right. It. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, DailyZeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes. 
and our footnotes where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what's a song that we think people might enjoy? You're going to look, if you know this show, all we do is make references to Wu-Tang. So let me just give you guys a good old sample. Okay. One of the most goaded samples, I believe, from the entire Wu-Tang catalog. This is Willie Mitchell's track Groovin'. Okay, we know the song Groovin', but this is Willie Mitchell's version. And if you listen to that opening, you're gonna know exactly where that where that where this sample was used because when the MCs came anyway, it's Liquid Swords. So check this out. It's a Liquid Swords uh, sample. And it's like such a small part in the song kind of just goes in a completely just different direction. Yeah, yeah. The beginning, that's one of those things like uh I've always been like, man, they needed to do a whole song with that beginning. That should be the like, whole song. Yeah. yeah. It, people always do like there would either be a bridge or like something in the middle or the end where they're like, oh, here's an entirely new track, which is so, it's so funny because there's so like there's a lot of Al Green tracks like that, which become fodder for hip hop sampling. Yeah. So anyway, Willie Mitchell grooving. And, you know, remember, uh, and that's a minimum. And yeah. feminine like sandals, <laughs> as the Jesus says, for whatever reason, we still don't know. But yeah. I'm rocking these motherfucking sandals. Oh, yeah, Sam. The only thing. A, <laughs> it's the dumbest lyric. He's like, it's, it's just, I, I will always stay in my brain. I remember as a kid, I was like, I like sandals. Oh. What is he talking about? Well, that means you're a girl. Yeah. yeah, well, then Welcome. I'm a girl because watch me rock these sandals with my fucking toes out. The only <laughs> masculine thing to wear is Timberlands. That's official. <laughs> NBA right. players refusing to play in Timberlands is soft, uh, according to the Jizza. <laughs> All right. Well, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you listen to your favorite shows, that is going to do it for us this morning. Back this afternoon to tell you what is trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien for Health Aid Kombucha. Uh, this bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst quenching. Uh, great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors. Pink Lady Apple, your passion fruit tangerine, uh, ginger lemon is one of my favorites. It's organic, a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. You guys know I'm a big sodi fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink that instead of making you feel like you were drinking chemicals. It made your tummy feel good. That is Health Aid Kombucha. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Makes my dang tum tum feel good. So make Health Aid Kombucha your go to for a healthier, happier you.